Today, I'd like to speak to you about the counterfeit, false signs and wonders, false spirits masquerading as the Holy Spirit and how they hope to influence us. I want to submit to you that the point of what the enemy is trying to do is deceive. And it shouldn't shock us that he has even hoped to deceive us in what he seems to want to do with demons masquerading as the Holy Spirit or with false signs and wonders. I want to submit to you that in some circles he has been successful and we have thinking we are being discerning, actually allowed him to cloud our judgment and our discernment the way that he always wanted to. I want to submit to you that from the beginning, he has been a counterfeiter. In the garden with Adam and Eve, he came and he said, well, let me sell you something else a different plan from God's plan, a counterfeit plan to give you a counterfeit identity like God, he says. And as Adam and Eve fell, he continuously comes with more counterfeiting, giving counterfeit knowledge. See, brothers and sisters, in the similar way, his demons, the Kundalini spirits, whatever you want to call them, they hope to do the same thing. They're often illustrated as snake spirits and whatever else like this, but they do really the same as any kind of counterfeiting operation, even in the modern world today. I mean, if you think about today, we have people who try and counterfeit products, right? They they build, they see, oh, there is a brand name. Now, let me make something that looks like that. We put the same brand name on this counterfeit product and we'll sell it for a little bit less. But the quality is horrendous, right? And if you look closely, you notice that it's not the real thing. But the objective, right, of this counterfeiting operation is not really number one to make you think that it is the real thing. It is to steal sales from the real thing by looking kind of like the real thing to the undiscerning. And this is a very uh, close margin that we have to judge. What is the primary goal of the enemy? The primary goal of the enemy is not to have a demon in someone, you know, um, rolling on the ground and people thinking, oh, look, that's the Holy Spirit and and that's it. That is one of the goals. But it's so that when people see that and they discern that that is not the Holy Spirit, but yet it kind of looks spiritual. It kind of looks supernatural. So therefore, let's throw out everything with a supernatural slant, a spiritual slant, even when it's actually a move of the Holy Spirit. See, brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you that the counterfeit, the false spirits, the demons in this world are trying to destroy the reputation of the Holy Spirit by causing us to judge 
improperly by letting us use our experiences with unclean spirits, bad experiences, that is, to judge a move of the Holy Spirit, potentially. But see, to judge a move of the Holy Spirit, I'm not going to use my bad experiences to judge a move of God, of any move, of any spirit for that matter. I'm not going to use my experiences that were traumatic. I'm going to use the scriptures. Because the scriptures is what gives us discernment. But when we start saying, well, I saw this in my past. I saw that in my past. This bad experience I had. This kind of looks like that. Watch out. Because in that moment, what you're doing is you're using the wrong lens to judge by. You're judging by a past experience that may have very well been demonic and bad instead of judging by, well, what does the Bible simply say? Because see, I want to submit to you that when Satan is doing all of this stuff, right, trying to confuse us by false signs and wonders, he's not just there to deceive the undiscerning, but he's there to deceive the religious man who thinks he is discerning. Because the religious man can easily be the one who starts judging the real as fake, because that's what they did with Yeshua. Remember that those Pharisees who came to Yeshua, he was the real deal. He, that was the real move. That was the real move of the Holy Spirit. But yet, that was the very thing that they misjudged. They said, "You are looking like moving by Beelzebub." Where did they hear about Beelzebub? Their past experiences and what they know in their tradition and what they have heard from what Satan wants to do, spiritual things that he wants to do. They have used that framework to judge whether this is a move of God, instead of judging, as the Bible teaches, by the fruit. By the fruit, you will know them. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree will never bear good fruit. So, brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you that this unclean spirit, this Kundalini spirit, this, this deceiving spirit that hopes to deceive us, hopes to actually draw us in to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Destroying the reputation of the Holy Spirit to such a degree that we point a finger at the Holy Spirit in our own minds and say, well, that's a demon. And that is the dangerous place that those Pharisees who came against Yeshua were entering into. And so what what is the point? Why am I saying all of this? When we judge things, we have to ask God to deliver us of our past experiences that were traumatic. We have to be discerning. We have to look for fruit. Uh, We have to look for the real deal. We look for the Holy Spirit and we judge carefully when we judge. But we don't judge and allow past experiences, past traumas to be the thing that clouds our judgment, directs our judgment, because that's exactly what the enemy wants to do in those who consider themselves believers. Because if he can get you to turn against the Holy Spirit, even if you get to if even if you get to judge an unclean spirit rightly, but if that caused you that experience caused you to judge the Holy Spirit in the same manner, guess what? The objective, the main objective of the enemy has succeeded in you. 
You think, oh, I'm being discerning. You, you think, oh, I'm, I'm doing things right because I get to judge rightly. Well, if you judge the Holy Spirit wrongly, you, you have totally been undiscerning and you have made a bigger mistake than any mistake you could make. And so in this manner, this is why we have to be careful that we do not become victims of the counterfeit by getting so confused that we can't even judge the real thing anymore. And last word I'll say on this is be careful that the way you judge is you look at where it comes from as your main source of discernment. You see, when when the, the Pharisees were trying to judge what Yeshua was doing, they did not like where whatever was happening was coming from. They did not like Yeshua's ministry because it threatened theirs. They did not like Yeshua's reputation because it threatened theirs. And so they, because they didn't like where the miracles were coming from, they judged by that, that it must be a demon, Beelzebub. Just because you don't like where a miracle comes from, the person, their theology, whatever, that is not how we judge whether God is moving. We judge by the fruit because God can use a donkey. He doesn't need anyone with perfect theology because in that case, he wouldn't use me or you because none of us do have perfect theology. We strive our, and do our best to have good theology and to, to look to Yeshua and walk like Yeshua and think like Yeshua. But at the same time, that is not the prerequisite for him to move through us because his spirit can move through imperfect vessels. And so what do we do? We are careful to not do what the, the, the Pharisees did, where they went and they turned their eyes away from the good fruit. As they turn their eyes away from the good fruit, what ends up happening is they are unable to judge what was actually happening in Yeshua. And so, brothers and sisters, we don't turn our eyes away from fruit because we don't know like where it's coming from. No matter where it comes from, we look for good fruit and judge carefully with a righteous judgment to determine whether this is. And if if we don't know what it is, we're unsure at all, then you don't make, need to make a judgment yet. You stand back and you wait and you see what is the fruit that's going to be coming from all of this. And if you can get this right, if you can watch out and be discerning in what the enemy is trying to do with with unclean spirits, then you will be able to see the Holy Spirit move in your life in a greater measure than ever before, because you will not be scared. See, if we allow the unclean spirit or a Kundalini spirit to put fear in us for anything supernatural, then we can allow that fear to put us in bondage to not even allow the Holy Spirit to use us the way he wants to. That is what I want you to be free from. Hey, I want to say a special thank you to our partners who have made this teaching and every other teaching this month possible. Many blessings to you.